0: We're living in crazy, perilous, nutty times. It's insane. And uh, I, I was just talking to my architect back here just a little bit ago from the stage, but to think that in Rochester, it's crazy. People rioting and looting. You go out to eat and people come and just take your food and throw it on you and eat your food in front of you and say, that's my right. You don't deserve it. We have lost our minds. You hear me or not? And a lot of you would would say, I never thought it would be like that in this country. How many would say, I never thought that would be the case? Not Not in this country, maybe some other country. But maybe not even in those countries. It's crazy. And there's no way to make, yeah, but you don't understand. You're a lunatic. If you ever try to rationalize this crap. Did you hear what I said? Okay? We're not the crazy ones here. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's nuts, okay? So are these days the last days? I mean, it's not just that we've been—we gave the signs. There was at least probably ten signs that Jesus gave. I didn't give them. You're crazy. This is what he said. And he's not sounding that crazy, Amen. I think he's spot on, Amen. He's God, and we ain't. And it's powerful. So he's he's talking to his disciples in Matthew 24. In case you didn't know, they ask him a question: When are you coming again, Jesus? And what are the signs of that and the signs of the end of the world? And so his longest answer to any question in the Bible is found in Matthew 24 and 25. Capish? So he went over great detail with them. Now remember, people like me and prophetic teachers and scholars, which I ain't one of those... But uh, they they spent their whole life studying this passage. And so often, the stuff they tell us is so up here, it ain't even funny. I can't even understand half of it. But I I always try to come back to earth. And remember, he's talking to his disciples. These guys were fishermen. They were regular folk. They didn't have some incredible depth of knowledge of God's Word. I don't think this was supposed to be confusing. Did y'all hear what I just said? And nothing like trying to make a point to a big question by backing it up with stories. Stories. Examples. Illustrations. And that's what he's doing. So he went over the signs and uh, gave some prophecies. And many of them we've seen fulfilled already. Like the destruction of Jerusalem. It hadn't been destroyed. Seventy years later, it was destroyed by Titus. It happened. Just like Jesus said in specific detail. It's almost like somebody heard him say it and said, we've got to go do it the way he said. It's crazy. So these other things we believe will come to pass. We believe he will come again. No man knows a day nor hour when Jesus will come again or these things will unfold. But we believe God's word. And we don't think he's lying. Say that with me. We don't think he's what? Lying. Okay? I believe him more than you. Okay? And you should believe him more than me. Got it? Say. Okay, that's good ground. So here's another story today we're going to look at. But, Rod, let's just unfold it. Let's open up a little bit. So we've been talking. We've been talking about the different things about his coming. And last week was the parable of the what? The ten what? Virgins. Now, five were what? Wise. And five were what? Foolish. That's why I said we might should get us a t-shirt that says, I'm a wise virgin. They'd, they'd probably say, oh, i tell you right now. Here we go. Let's go to the Scripture. Here's some points that's being made through this whole study. Jesus said, say this verse with me out loud, please. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour when the Son of Man comes. Okay, that's, that's just, he's, he's hammered at a couple of times here. So what's the point of what he's saying to his disciples? What's the point of these stories he's been telling? Well, number one, we don't know when Jesus is coming again. They asked the question, but he didn't leave them with an answer that definitely told them exactly when it was happening. Okay? He gave signs, He gave information, etc. Number two, as this series we've been unpacking, it got one more message next week, but we can and must know that we're born again, through who? What's His name? All other ways, hell. Oh, that's too hard. Please tell me the truth. That's all I ask people. Just tell me the truth, man. Jesus said, okay, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the who. Father, but how? By me. There's no other name given among men whereby you must be what? Say You see the point? Okay? If you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised two from the dead. Jesus, you shall be What? Say It's just over and over and over and over But we have made it something other than what it is And we're just turning the truth on its head It's nuts Okay So he's been hammering this And we've been making the case You must put your faith in Christ Number three We can't make other people believe in Jesus Okay I mean people see things around them The signs that that are appearing today And the world we're living in It's a great opportunity for us to let our light shine But we can't save people. We can share our faith. Yes or no? We can give them an answer of the hope that's in us as we go through perilous times. But ultimately, it's going to be your choice, my choice, to make sure that our faith is in Christ. Yes or no? Amen? It's your choice today to walk out here in the rain and get in your car as if you've got the cat by the tail. Not knowing today could be your last day. You swerve, wham, you're done. Heart attack, stroke, or like my mother come home after church and shot six times with a 357 Magnum. Who knows what lies in our future? Don't be arrogant and full of yourself today. And so I'm good. I don't need the Lord. You must have him. Got it? That's this whole point. We've been driving that home. The last thing, it's foolish to wait until the last What? i give, maybe I'm on my death bed. Yeah. You are a crazy person. Be saved, what? Today. Amen. So, no, we don't want to wait. That's not, that's not right. The Bible says this, Second Corinthians, say that part in white with me. Behold, now is the what? Accepted time, behold, now is the what? Day is the day for you to be saved. You mean what? Today's the day that you say, it's not church, that gets me to heaven. Today is your day to say, it's not because of my accomplishments, my good looks, my education. Oh, Grandma went to church, so I'm in. You ain't in. You're in by the blood of Christ. Amen. You must make that decision. He stands at your heart's door and does what? Knocks. But you need to open that door to Christ. Amen. Don't leave here lost. Please don't do that. Amen. So we've been driving that point home. So, now where we're headed, Rogi message today is Explain Yourself. My title. Explain Yourself. What do you mean, Clark? Well, you're going to find out. Taking responsibility in the last days. We're responsible for today. We're responsible in these times in which we live. And there's some explaining we all going to do. One day we're going to stand before the Lord. Small and great, the Bible says, and we're going to give an account. And we're going to have to explain ourselves. Why we didn't put our faith in Christ, or, or why as a believer we didn't live for the Lord. Did you hear me? Yes or no? So let's look at it now in the light of that. Don't go to sleep on me. If you think this is boring, you're crazy. It ain't. It's great. Here we go. Parable. Say that with me of the what? You're sleeping on me. Let's wake up. Here we go. Parable of the what? Three talents. The parable of the three talents. Why is it called that? We're going to see. Hang on. So the parable of the three talents, where is it found? It's found right here in chapter 24 and 25. He's answering the question. Give him a break for a little bit. Okay, let's see what he has to say. Jesus talking to his disciples. Hey guys, the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country. So this is a parable. It's a story with truth from Jesus Christ. To drive the point home. So it's like a man traveling into a far country who called his own what? Servants. And delivered unto them his what? His goods. Unto one he gave five talents. We're going to talk about what that is. To another he gave how many? Two. How many are confused so far? Pretty simple. Okay. And to another, he gave what? One. Very important. You read this last part with me right there. To every man. Start right there with me. To every man according to his several... What's the word? Say it about three times with me. His what? Ability. His what? His ability. His what? Ability. And then straightway, he took his journey. Let's take a break right there, Raj. What's that word ability mean right there? What's a word that appears, I don't do the Greek language a lot, but it is a Greek word and it it has the idea of the word power. He gave one five, gave one two, gave one one, according to their ability or according to their power to accomplish what they could with that amount that he gave them. So that word carries with it ability that you have the power. You have the ability. You are capable. You have the power to accomplish something with what God has given you. You hear me or not? But there's another meaning to that word. It's actually found in one of the greatest verses in the Bible, Romans 1.16. For I am not ashamed of the what? Gospel. It is the what? Power of God. That's that word. It is the, it is the what? Power Of God and His salvation to the Jew first, also to the Greek. That word power is the same word for ability here. But that word power is a word that literally, it means dynamite. It means dynamite. So not only, not only has God given us abilities. He's given us power to, you know, to have certain things we can do. But He's giving you supernatural power to do what's within your power to do a lot of people can do great things without the power of God on their life they're they're amazing they're smart they get so much done they don't even know the Lord but they have ability but to believers in Christ listen we have abilities but then we know the Lord we have the power to back up our power to do something great in our life y'all hear me or not This is a, yeah, praise the Lord. This is a powerful scripture. It's huge, man. You'd have told me that song a little bit ago, the goodness of God, all my life you've been faithful. I just, it broke me down this morning because I'm thinking of me as a kid in a hell raising home with a drunk mama running around on daddy and rocking him. And look at me now. Look at what God's done in my life. And I think about the struggles of life and being hurt through life and and having some major issues. And God was always faithful to Gary. Always faithful. Behind my ability was his power my whole life. And God gave me abilities. I think I'm a five in this story. That don't make me better than somebody. It makes me more responsible than others. Responsibility. Accountability. If God has gifted me, I've got to serve Him. And I will be held accountable for what I do. You hear me or not? But He empowers me to do what He's given me the ability to do. Y'all hear me? And I took a little time on that, but I think it's important to lay it down. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on. We laid that down. You don't hear that a lot? I've never even said it. And I studied it a lot deeper and I was like, I like that right there. Amen. So, let's go back to this story. Don't go to sleep on me. Here we go. If you're at home in your pajamas, listen to me. Get out of bed. Come on. What's wrong with you? Don't go sleep on me. Wouldn't it be funny? You can see us. Wouldn't it be funny if we could see you? You should think about that right now. That would not be pleasant. For either of us. Okay, here we go. So five talents, two talents, one talent. What was a talent? Say that with me. What was a, a talent? Because when you hear that, you think, he can sing. You know, she can cook. Those are talents. We get that, but that's really not what this is saying. Totally. At all. But can it be applied? Absolutely. But let's talk about the way it was. He's talking to disciples. He's probably not trying to make them... You know, scratch your head. He's trying to help these jokers, okay? So what's a talent? A talent is a sum of money. Say that with me. A talent is a what? It's a sum of money. Can it be applied many other ways? Sure, but let's get it down like it is. How about we do that part? It's a sum of money. What? How much is a talent worth? Well, it's crazy how much a talent is worth. In Jesus' day, a talent would be equivalent to 20 years' worth of work. I want you to think about your life, what you've made during when you were working, and if you are working, in 20 years. I ain't talking about what you put in the bank. I'm talking about what you made. How many would say, I've made a lot of money? I ain't got it, but I've made a lot of money. I've made a lot of money. (laughs) I've made a lot of money. 20 years worth of work. Now, if we use a low estimate and we go back into into their math during their day, and I did, and I kept it low, here's how much that would be in today's value. Five hundred thousand dollars for one talent. This 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 investor, this master, he gave the, he gave him a whole lot, didn't he? I mean, even the one that got just one. Don't you feel sorry for him for getting five hundred thousand dollars? That's a lot of money, ain't it? Say, wasn't his money? He's supposed to invest it for his master. The point is, though, if that's just saying that your salary right now in today's world would be $25,000 a year, a lot of people make a whole lot more than $25,000 a year or bring into their home income a lot more than $25,000 a year. In today's world, that's, uh, that's probably below the, certainly below the medium income, way below the medium income. Okay? So let's just keep it down low and, and look, look how crazy this amount is. Keep looking. So let's do some math. I call these boys businessmen because they were. You got three of them. Y'all with me? We're looking at the story. So how much did businessman number one get? He got five, right? So five times 500,000 equals what? 2.5 what? We good so far? That's a lot. What? Number two. Businessman number two. How many talents did he get? Two. Two times 500 equals what? One million. Is that a lot? Absolutely. Number three, businessman got how many talents? One times 500,000 equals what? Half a million dollars. Now listen, back it up one more time. Keep the screen right there. But the master in this story, the Lord, the man, the God, whoever you want to call it, whose money, it, it really belonged to him. But they, he gave it to them according to their what? Their what? They did according to their ability. This world we live in today, it's like if you make good money and make a lot of money, you're evil. There's certain people that go around saying, you don't deserve that. Since when do people not deserve because they have the ability? To make money, to invest, to build, to be smart. Since when are we to say, you don't, that's not what he says. People that are bright, people that are able to do, people that are able to, to be investors and make it. You know what? I think God expects that out of them. Did you hear me or not? Yeah, but they're supposed to give it all away. <sighs> people give everything away. Nothing's going to get built. You hear me? Yes or no? Amen. Okay. I talked to a couple yesterday. I love this couple. They're good workers. But with this COVID-19 and out of work, they were fighting a demon. And they'd been free for about five years. But now they're both back on drugs. And I saw him yesterday. Put my arm around him. And he basically told me, I'm working now. And he admitted it. I'm working. I'm a slave to this, he says. To me. And his work is going to pay for his addiction. That's what he's living to do every day. You think that's God's plan for our lives? Yes or no? All right. And I told him that. I loved on them. And I'm hoping they'll be here today. Okay? In case that's you, don't be ashamed when you see me. I love you. You love me when I'm good, Clark. I love you when you're bad, too. Did you hear me or not? I want to love you. I put both of them under my arms yesterday because I'm bigger than both of them. And I held them at the gas station. Don't make me some hero. I did that because I have the ability to do that. I could give a hoot what somebody says to me, me hugging these people. They need need my arms, baby. Amen. So, investing. And I know I got a little sideways there, but I think it's important we get a little sideways sometimes when, when I'm talking. So, that's the story here. So, what happens? He gave one five talents to another two to another one. Every man according to his what? That word means what? Power. But don't forget, it means power, power the natural power that you have and ability that you have but backed up as a believer in Christ by the power of Almighty God. That's crazy. And straightway took his journey. Then he that received the five talents, he went and did what? Traded with the same. With how much? With the 2.5 that he got, he traded with it. He invested it. And he made him how much more? What? Likewise, he that received two, he did the same thing, invested, and he gained how much? What? It's called double double, baby. So let's do some math, real fast. This is just a story. I like math. You hear me? I was good in math. I especially like math that's positive math. Y'all like positive math? I mean, likes to look at your bank account and it's shot at the end of the month, or you're in a hole. I don't like that bank account. All right. I like this one right here. Pop it up. Businessman number one. He invested how? And how? Absolutely, $2.5 million plus $2.5 million equals what? $5 million. Wow. Now, by the way, it says that his master came back, or investor, came back a long time. It took a long time. It didn't happen overnight. Has Jesus been gone a while? I mean, he's in heaven. See the right hand of God our Father. We have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, walking along with us, encouraging us. Absolutely. But it's been like 2,000 years since Jesus came. That's what the story said it would be. It's going to be a while. Do you hear me or not? It's going to be a while. Could it be now? feels like it. I know one thing. It's our last days. You and me are going to see the Lord for long. I'm going to tell you that right now. Okay? So what are you going to say? Were you a wise investor when you get there? Businessman number two, he invested how? Diligently and wisely? He took the one million he had? Turned it into two million? Boy, that's incredible, isn't it? So how many want employees like this that work like this for you yet? Say, that's what I want right there. That's the kind of church I want to have. I want you to invest your life in our town. I want you to love your neighbors yourself. I want to see many come to Christ. You're saved. You have abilities. And God's behind you. And we can win others to Christ. I, I can't do that, see? No, you're wrong. You can do that. If you have a story for Jesus Christ, if you've been saved, you are a light. You're a living epistle. And our town needs a light. Amen? It needs people with the truth. So, but he that received what? Come on, he that received what? Okay? I don't know about you. I don't even know why I'm saying this, but whining ain't going to get much done. If you ever look at what somebody else has. Oh, they got five. Oh, they got two. I just got one. I'm going to say it again. You're a bum. You take what you've got and turn it into something. I can't stand football teams that act like that. Good grief. Oh, if we had Tom Brady. If I hear Tom Brady's name one more time, I'm going to slap Somebody. You see what I'm saying? Come on! We can all win! But you'll never win if you're whining. Okay? I don't like that at all. I didn't say any whine, but I don't, I just said it anyway. Here we go. So he received one, did what? Did he, did he trade and invest it? He went and digged a hole in the earth and hid the Lord's what? Money. Now you read this. And you might think, well, what's wrong with that? He gave his back money back. I mean, you know, he didn't spend it. He's a bum. He did nothing. By the way, people that are into this treasure hunting stuff, you know, with your little, what do you call them things? What do you call those things? Metal detector. There you go. It's like, it's like let's, let's play a game. I ain't even know what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm giving you clues. <laughs> They say, especially old houses, there's money. There's a good chance there's money in the yard. People used to do that. They used to take their money and their treasure and they would dig a hole in the ground. And here's where you need to look. They tell you, experts tell you this. Look for a, a, a landmark on the property. Maybe it's a fence post. Maybe it's an outbuilding back in the back. that has been there a long time. Maybe it's by a big old oak tree. So they can remember when they get old where they put it. You hear me? Yes or no? So so this joker, that's what he did. He took his, was it his money? Whose money was it? Yeah, the Lord's money. And he dug a hole. How did it work out for him? So businessman man number three had 500000 and he got what? He, he, he earned what with his money? Zero. Come on, man. He hid it where nobody could find it. Oh, great. He took no risk and did no work. Say that with me. He, he took no what? And he did no what? Sure. You know, when you, when you make effort in life, there's always risk. I think I'd rather risk being a friend to somebody, even though that might hurt me. Because I get hurt, too. I have feelings, too. You ever had a friend that you loved and you just walked out on you? Let me see some hands. I did. It hurt me. It hurt. I want to be the risk taker. You hear me? A lot of people are in my situation where you married, you have a long marriage like I did, and you get left and treated like dirt. And they hurt them so bad. That person can never get on with their life. You know? I know a lot of people like that. It's like they stop and they dig the hole and they put their life in that hole. I determined I was not going to be one of those people. Okay? And it's not easy to get hurt and to keep moving. There's risk. Marrying Kim was a risk. I remarried. I married Kim. It was a risk. Did she risk marrying me? Absolutely. But you know what? Last time I checked, it's paying dividends. <laughs> do you see what I mean? What are you going to do with your life? I'm just going all over. Are y'all all right? Have I lost you yet? So he took no risk. He did no work. He wasted his chances for what? Some of you have been hurt. And you are so beautiful. And you have such abilities but you think you don't matter and you're garbage and you're nothing and you can't do that anymore. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. I'm not saying everybody gets hurt and needs to go get remarried. I'm not saying that. But, man, you need to live your life and live again. You hear me? This is huge, man. I mean, this is how I look at this story. I look at it so many different ways because it speaks to my heart. He was irresponsible, this guy. Yes or no? He was afraid. Say that with me. He was what? And he liked liked faith. Fear. Fear. Our country today is living under fear. You see it, yes or no? I believe fear is in the politics today. I, I, I think people are playing fear. That's crazy. We should never play fear. We should be people who believe. We should be people who have faith. You can actually be smart and have faith at the same time. You hear me or not? But you can't really be smart and not have faith. You're dumb. You hear me? If you don't have some faith, you're just a dumb person. That's me talking. I know I'm ugly. I just spelled my name right. Here we go. He had very little regard for his master. Remember that word ability. It's a natural ability or power that we have been given. But behind that natural power and ability is Almighty God. And when you don't use your abilities for the Lord, you're not just... Wasting opportunities that He's given you. You're denying the power of Almighty God. Did you hear me? You're denying the power of God in your life. And you will answer for that. Did I make myself abundantly clear? This is huge, man. He was a failure. Say that with me. He was a what? Why should we cut slack? God's not cutting slack. He expects us to. To invest wisely. Now, if it's money or whatever, you fill in that blank, but God expects a return on your life and on my life. Amen? All right, we're getting it. God expects a profit or a return. That's the bottom line with God. That's the bottom line. So we're going to need to explain ourselves one day. It's going to happen because that's what these guys are having to do. So there's a day of reckoning. Say that with me. There's a day of what? Reckoning. Well, what happened in the story Jesus told? Well, the Lord returns. Isn't that what this is all about? The Lord returns. He's coming again or you're going to meet him. Got it? And there will be a day of reckoning or a day of splaining. After a long time, the Lord of those servants comes. He reckons with them. Splain yourself. Long time. So he came and had received five talents. He came and brought the other five. You wonder how he felt when he saw the Lord. You think he felt pretty good about it? Say, Lord, you delivered unto me five? 2.5 million. And I've gained besides them how many? 2.5 million. You think that was a happy day for him? His Lord said, well done, you good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I love that scripture. He that received two talents came. Wonder if he was happy. Got a million. Now he's turned it into two million. He said, "I've gained two more besides." You think he was happy when he saw the Lord? Yes or no? What do you want to be? You want to be happy when you see the Lord? Oh God, I got to see Jesus in the morning. Or you want to be happy to meet the Lord? I, ha- I want to be. I want when the Lord comes, Him to find me doing. How about that? How hard is that? Can He find us doing? Good and doing right. His Lord said, well done, you good and faithful servant. You've been faithful of a few things. I'll make you rule over many things. Enter thou and joy the Lord. Did he say the exact same thing to the five that he said to the two? Exactly. So I guess it doesn't have to do with uh, the math after it's all done how much. It has to do with your ability and how you yielded yourself to the power of God in your life to perform and to live for him. Did we get that today? Pretty clear so far? These two were excited about what they had done. They each received, these are my words, commendations, promotions, and vacations. That's what we want to do for good employees. Amen. Say, absolutely. He said, uh, well done. Enter into the joy of the Lord. I'm going to make you ruler over many things. If that ain't some promotion and vacation, I don't know what it is. Well, the Lord returns. Then he which had received the one talent, uh-oh, came and said, Lord, I knew you were a hard man. Do you think when you appear before the Lord, you think it's going to just be a cakewalk? Or You think he's going to have expected something out of your life? You better get your thinking straight. He is a hard man. He's the God man. He knows what you're capable of. Your excuse-making, you're, you're whining, and you're blaming. You think that's going to fly with God? Yes or no? Okay, I feel sorry for you. It's not going to happen, guys. I knew you were hard. You reap where you have not sown. You gather where you ain't strawed. means you're an investor, and you expect other people to do the work because you're the man with the money. So I was afraid. He admitted it. I went and hid the tile in the earth. Lo, so you have, when you come again, what was yours? A lot of people say, what's wrong with that? What's because we're do-nothings. There is something wrong with it. The Lord answered and said unto him, you wicked and slothful servant. Does that sound pretty strong? Yes or no? That's pretty strong language. You knew I reap where I don't sow. You know I gather where I ain't laid out a straw. You ought, therefore, to put my money to the, to the bankers. And then at my coming, I should have received mine with interest. How hard was that for you to do? Amen or oh mate. Keep in mind, this is more than money we're talking about, but I think we need to keep it on the money so you can just see the point. Take, therefore, that talent from him. How much was that? And give it to him which has how many? Ten. wonder why he gave that to the one with ten. Because of his what? Ability. Sure, not because he liked him more than the one with two. This guy just, he just knows how to turn money into some more money. Nothing wrong with that. For everyone that hath shall be given. Watch your scripture. He that has, abund- and, and, and shall have abundance. He that has, you're going to be given. And you're going to be have abundance. But he, from him that hath not, shall be what? Taken away which He has. Don't get mad at God because He expects something out of your life. As we see these days we live in, are you part of the crowd right now that's whining and griping and complaining you want to move to another country? I say have at it. Or if you're in Englewood, Florida and you gripe about our town, you can't stand Englewood, you know what I wish? You know, I'll sign something if you want to. I'll sign a card that says, Pastor Clark wants me to go north. I do. You're no good here. If you're going to gripe in this town, put people down, live like it's the worst place on the planet, go back to where you're happy so that you can be a light for the Lord. Because right now, you're putting the town out. You're a hard man. You expect a lot from us. Yeah, I get it from my daddy. Did y'all hear me or not today? Y'all hear me? Come on. That's ugly. Gary's ugly. That's all right. Cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness and there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I'll let you figure that one out. All I know is I don't want to be that guy. Businessman number three. Hit it where nobody could find it. The Lord said he was lazy, flat out. The Lord rebuked him for his pitiful mismanagement. There was, no, there was no, nothing. He <laughs> was tough on him. He lost everything. He got what? Nothing. No commendation, no promotion, and no vacay. We live in a world today that no matter how lazy you are, you're expecting to get the same thing that the working man gets. It's because you're smoking stuff. That's not how the world works. Somebody's put that into your mind that is evil. Best thing you can ever do is take responsibility of your life. Work. Invest. Do the right thing with your life and quit blaming. Got it? Yes or no? Alright, this is God's word. That's why I love the Bible. What I learned today. Don't claim you have no gifts. It's a lie. It's a lie. You have abilities. Yes or no? Yes or no? Say that with me. I have abilities. Say it with me. I have absolutely. No, you're going to be judged by God according to what He is what? What He's given you. Not just money, guys. If you don't use it, you're going to what? Yes or You're going to lose these opportunities. You're going to lose your influence for the kingdom of Almighty God right down here where you live in. And you're going to lose your reward forever. It's a great parable, isn't it? How many understood this today? Is it, is it clear? Did we get it? I think we did. Yeah, here's the last verse. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on. I'm late, but I'm always late. It's raining. What are you going to do? Look at this. I think you should go here and get some coffee after this. Here, look at the Scripture. Say it with me. But sanctify the Lord God in your heart. Say it with me. And be ready always to give an answer to every man that asks you a reason of the hope that's in you. And do it with what? Meekness and fear, or respect and reverence. So, see, that's us, guys. So, we need to take to heart this parable in these last days, and we need to live how like businessman number one, or businessman number two. How about number three? We supposed to go with that joker? Yes or no? No, he's a bum. Got it? And this is a hard word today. uh... God has blessed us here at Fellowship Church. We're a five church. Did you see that on the screen? It was five, there was two, and it was one. Call me arrogant. I'm not arrogant. I believe we're a five. I believe we have abilities here. I believe it. Absolutely. We're a five. In this town, we're a five. That's the way we need to live. I am a five. I can live for Christ. I can love my wife. I can do the right thing. I'm a five. No, I'm a one. I'm going to go dig it. You're a bum. You hear me? We started at my house with this church. We were 12 years at the high school. If this ain't a five church, I don't know what a five church is. We sit here today on 15 acres, paid for it. That ain't wise investing. I don't know what is. You have a great place to worship Jesus Christ. It's a great, it's not bragging. We're giving him the glory. We didn't know we could do this. I was broken when we started this ministry. That's a great thing to be. Because then your reliance is on the Lord. Amen. And then that's when the power shows up. A great word. Let's thank the Lord again. I'm all jacked up on this thing. Come on. Woo! Good stuff, man. I loved it. Come on, let's stand